As we kick off our SMSU campus update, joining me as per usual, Bill Molso, VP for Government Relations, Communications, and Marketing. Bill, how'd you like that forecast? I thought we agreed last week you were going to stop with the snow forecast. I know, I tried. You, you I, failed. I, I waved you failed. my magic wand and nothing happened. Ugh. I'm sorry. Also joining next us- week, let's try to cut it out, okay? <laughs> nothing next week. Well, like I said, as long as it's 60 by my birthday, which is five weeks from now. Let's go for sooner than that. Well, not uh, your birthday, but the 60. Yeah, yeah beggars can't be choosers, <laughs> I suppose. Also joining us here in studio is Cindy Verscotzi. She is the regional consumer banking manager at Bremer Bank, as well as a member of the steering committee for the SMSU Foundation Women's Leadership Conference. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, for sure. How are you doing today? Um, well, again, like you guys just talked, not super excited about the snow, but I am super excited about the conference coming up. Yeah, no doubt. We have the... Uh, Conference coming up here and it looks like nine days, March 16th. Uh, the first conference was held just a few years ago back in April of 2019. Can you tell us a little bit about how the conference began and how you're involved in getting the initial conference off the ground? So initially, um, the conference sort of came out of a small conversation we had in a subcommittee of the foundation board of directors so we were in a fundraising committee meeting and the committee chair at the time challenged us to look for different ways on how we can raise money, um, kind of keep students on campus. And so uh, I leaned over to Stacy Frost and said, what if we did a women's leadership conference with a scholarship attached to it, uh, trying to retain some students, attract some students. And so it started from there. Um, so that was probably in the fall of 2018 when we started talking about it. So we've been planning it uh, for a while. And our first year, we um, talk about snow. The very first year that we had it actually was delayed because of a snowstorm in April, believe it or not. So hopefully that doesn't happen again this year. Um, but so each year we plan it. Um, we had COVID in there, so we took a year off. Uh, we did a virtual year, so um, we're back fully in person again for our second year um, after a small break with COVID. But it really came out of a just a conversation around the foundation board meeting table. And can you tell me about the theme of the conference? So we have a theme that is flourish, grow, and lead. And it really stems from the vision that we had from the conference. So I talked about the scholarship being one of the primary purposes and then just raising money. But so we have a mission statement, I guess, that you could say that's uh, finding the strength of our, you know, within ourselves, leveraging the strength of others, building networks and then growing the community. So that's kind of a lot of words to put into a tagline. So the marketing group um, at SMSU took that and then came up with the flourish, grow and lead because it really hits all aspects of what we're trying to do with a conference. And you did mention the scholarships. We're going to get to that here in a bit. But of course... This is also professional development and marketing, and you're going to have a keynote speaker. Can you tell us about her? Yeah. So our keynote speaker this year is Jennifer Fons. Um, she came to us through um, a network. Um, Tina Cartwright, who's been on the planning committee, also on the foundation board, had a connection to, to Jen. Um, she had seen her at several other conferences. She actually works in her industry. So she brought us um, her name. Um, so she's going to talk on a couple different topics. So her first keynote address, which is will kick off the conference, is the power of professional presence. So she talks about how you show up um, in, in everything you do. 
And, and so whether it's your, you know, your body language, what you say, what you don't say, even your appearance. And then it's really a workshop in the morning. She's going to divide us up into groups and really kind of dig in and talk about her own personal journey. Um, she'll come back uh, in the afternoon and do a breakout session about resiliency. So we'll talk about that. Um, but we're excited to have her. She's new on the professional uh, speaking circuit. So um, we're really excited to have her. The conversations we've had with her so far have just been really um, super intriguing. And she brings a lot of energy and a really strong passion for uh, women leadership. So we're excited to bring her in. She's coming from the East Coast. So we're um, yeah really excited about her. Yeah, sounds exciting. And along with that, you do have a bunch of uh, sessions and other speakers as well. Can you kind of go through those? Yeah, so we have uh, Micah Mims is one of our um, breakout session speakers. And how we get our speakers, it, it kind of is organic. So it's about our network. So we have a pretty big planning committee. So we get a lot of recommendations. Um, Stacy Frost and I kind of have a running list of alumni. So we try to get alumni or people who have a strong connection to the university to come back. One of the things that we try to highlight is the success of the alumni. So whether it's through the scholarships or bringing the alumni back in their careers. So um, Michael will um, talk about the culture of connection and really about how do you build trust with one another? How do you continue to develop connecting and building a strong culture and I think we're finding through COVID and all the work from home that it it, it takes a, a lot of intentionality to build those connections. So she's going to talk about that. Um, we have Diane Wagner coming. Um, she's right here in Marshall. She works at Ralco. Um, she's going to talk about your risk appetite and how do you take risks and how do you build opportunities for yourself? Um, and what's really, really um cool and we don't plan it, but it just happens that all the speakers topics and um, conversations really blend really well with each other. And we don't plan it that way. We ask the speakers to come and then they find what they're passionate about. And every year we've done it, the speakers have just built upon each other. Stacey and I talk about it all the time that it it just happens organically. So it's pretty cool because they'll all build off of each other. Um, and so talking about how we select the speakers each year, we have that big list of alumni recommendations. Stacy Frost, who's the director of alumni relations, has lots of connections with alumni. So she's got the list. Um, Tina Cartwright helps Tina Eikhoff. So we kind of get together and brainstorm. We already have a couple uh, secured speakers for next year already. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, right at the beginning of our conversation, you mentioned you wanted to get essentially a scholarship kind of thing set up. And we have a bunch of speakers. Well, this is still raising money for a scholarship, right? It is. Yeah, that is the ultimate um, reason that we started to do this. So we have been able to give scholarships to some individuals at the university. And the scholarship criteria is a junior or senior in status. So it's kind of we focus on the retention, but also attracting students so that they can see as they they get through um, their career, their their academic career that you know, there's some scholarships available. So we've awarded three scholarships to date. Um, well, actually four. We have a repeat. Um, but uh, in 2020, our first scholarship was 
Cynthia Winch. Um, she's a social work major. In 22 and 21, it was Amberlynn Morgan. She was a colonology major. She won a lot of national awards in her tenure at Southwest. And then this year at Sydney Walters. So she's an ag solutions major. So it's really fun. We, we bring those back to the conference. So they talk about the impact of the conference and um, they're a big part of what we do. Um, we also have a, some student um, body uh, speakers that come and help and address the, the group. So try to get students involved as much as we can. Cindy, you talked about getting students involved and I know you made some changes. How, what are some of the plans you've got in place now to get more students involved in the conference itself? So in the past, we've done, held the conference at the end of April and the student involvement has been minimal because it's the week right before finals. So everybody's super busy. They don't want to miss class. So this year we moved it to March. So it's a month earlier um, and it's on student advisory day. So they don't have class. They do have to meet with their advisors, but it frees up their time a little bit. And one of the important pieces that we're trying to do this year is focus on the Mustang mentorship as well. So last year we started with a networking breakfast. So employers in the region can come early. The students are there and we can make connections. And this year it's we have a little bit more of an intentional focus to really highlight that Mustang mentorship and really trying to connect students with um, employers, just not from an employment standpoint, but more just a mentorship. So really trying to connect those alumni that are out there that come back for the conference and, and connect them with students. For somebody like me that isn't quite sure what Mustang mentorship is, can you tell me more about that? Oh, I was afraid you're going to ask me that question. Bill could probably talk to that a little bit more, but Melissa Skolton is really, and she's on our committee, she's really um, focused in on um, recruiting. So we have some other um, staff on the planning committee. So they're really focused on getting the students there and getting them connected. And then also working with employers in town that are um, a little bit more local, a little bit more available to the students um, and just trying to c connect those two together. And it's just really an opportunity. And we're doing this across a lot of different, you know, disciplines. And that's connecting students with, out, with alumni and with people in our region so that they can see the opportunities that are there. Um, we all talk about the employment needs that we have. Everybody needs employees. It doesn't matter what sector you're in. There, there's, a, there's a dire need for employees. And so by connecting these students early, you're making those connections while you might not specifically be recruiting. You're at least showing the opportunity and kind of helping um, students understand some of the broad opportunities that they have. And our goal here is obviously we want to try and keep as many here in the region as we can. And you got to have a lot of sponsors that make this possible. Can you name some of those folks that uh, make this possible? Uh, yeah, we have uh, several repeat sponsors. Avera is a great sponsor. Um, Runnings has been a repeat sponsor. U.S. Bank, Bremer. Um, we have individuals. We get a lot of in-kind help through Chartwells and um, different organizations. So some radio time out in Sioux Falls. And also, you guys, it's just been great to have those repeat connections. No doubt. And uh, of course, there's a lot of planning that goes into this conference. You did mention a couple of folks, Tina Cartwright and uh, Stacy Frost. Who helps uh, basically make this thing go? Our committee seems to grow each year and it's really helpful. Um, Stacy Frost and her um, graduate assistants and her staff that help out the students over at the alumni relations um group help a lot. Um, but we have Caitlin Svensson. She actually was a um, 
breakout session speaker a couple of years ago, and then we recruited her to be on the team. She's actually going to be the MC this year. She's the director of tourism for the state of South Dakota. So she comes back and helps with this every year. Jessica Dames, Heidi Runia, Gina Watts, Tina Eikhoff, Tina Cartwright, Melissa Skolton, Meredith Swan, Maria Valentine, Desiree Petrick, Jeet Sawson. There's a mixture of kind of um, corporate people and alumni and staff at SMSU. So we get kind of the best of both worlds. So we bring in a lot of people that um, can bring in those um, attendees. And then we have the inside people working on um, the students. So it's it's been really good. We've divided up into committees this year and everybody's kind of focused on their strengths. So it's really fun. I feel like it fits in part of the conference too. Not only do we, you know, we want to, it's, I mean, raise women up, right? And give them the opportunity to work on some things. So we always get people like, hey, if you need help, you know, I'm happy to help out. So it's, our committee has grown. Probably it's the biggest it's been this year. So it's really, it's really lightened the workload. Perfect segue for my next question is what does this conference mean for women and what can they expect to get out of it? You know, and we really try to focus in on uh, leadership at all levels. So whether, you know, we talked about the Mustang mentorship and making those connections and having students come all the way up to, you know, very seasoned leaders. So a big part of it is networking. Um, and we're going to try to intentionally mix people up this year just so that we can uh, further create those networks. Because that's really what this is about is creating a network and having it organically happen. Um, it we like to come together with a group of people, but then um, get kind of get out of your comfort zone and really kind of do some self-awareness and dig in. I think what people take away from it is different for everybody. I think a lot of people find some personal growth. They find some professional growth. We've we've definitely seen some organic connections happen. Um, so it's it's really different for everybody, but hopefully with the difference in the speakers that we bring every year and the opportunity to just network with each other, everybody takes away a little bit of something different. A lot of people are involved in this. Uh, what is the cost for this? So we started uh, with registration with an early bird registration, which unfortunately is now closed, but it's $150 for um, registration. People can register up until the day of the conference. Um, students are free. So we're really hoping that we can get more students this year because in the past we've had a small fee for students, but this year we're, we're um, offering it completely free for students. And that's any student, whether you're a high school student or college student, but $150 includes the whole day. So it starts at 730 with the networking breakfast and goes until 330 when we wrap up with the panel. And can people still register? Yes. Yep. It's still open. Registration is still open. Um, I don't know where we're at with conference attendees yet, but we started off really strong out of the gate. So we're excited about that. And uh, what are some of the things that uh, you've heard from people that have attended in the past? We get a lot of people who just mark it on their calendar year after year. Um, we have really been fortunate to bring in some really high level speakers um, and again, I think how organically the speakers all tie in together um, is really pretty, pretty crazy how it works out. So 
I think they can just find something that they can take away. I, this year, I, I feel like we're going to do a little bit more of a workshop kind of thing. So they're actually going to have, and we've always done that with our keynote speaker. We ask them to, to kind of deliver a keynote. And then their second session is more of a, how do I apply this and, and what can I do? But I think all of our uh, session speakers this year will have a little bit more of a workshop kind of a self-reflection and really digging into how do you personally grow to develop, to, to bring that into your professional life. Very good. Uh, Bill, did you want to add anything or? No, I, I just, uh, you asked where they can register. Uh, the SMSU foundation websites, the best SMSU foundation.org. Uh, there's a light on there. Otherwise it's backslash women lead. All right. Very good. Cindy Verskotsky, uh, Verskotsky, excuse me, a regional consumer banking manager and member of the uh, steering committee for the SMSU Foundation Women's Leadership Conference. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate the discussion. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate it. And now we do swing it over to Bill Molso. You do have a couple of events for us in the uh, coming days? We do. It's a little quiet this week with it being spring break, but that means there's plenty of room for Gold College to get started. So that kicks off tomorrow. Uh, 2 o'clock in the William Whipple Gallery, and that's free and open to the public. Uh, alumna Cassie Williams is our keynote speaker, and Cassie used to work at SMSU. Now she's a labor educator uh, for the Carlson School of Business at the U of M. So that's 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon in the Whipple Gallery. And then, again, with the Women's Leadership Conference coming up on March 16th, so be sure to register for that. Looking ahead a little bit, March 28th kicks off our Fine Arts Celebration, so we'll have more details on that to come. And then... Uh, another one to get on the calendar is our second annual World Fest coming up April 15th at the Red Baron Arena and Expo. It was a great event last year and uh, hearing really exciting things about how it's growing for this year. Very good stuff, Bill. I appreciate the update. Thanks for having us.